action. Hello and welcome back to How About That Crypto. You are watching the Crypto Brothers. We're chatting here. I'm with my brother Charles, and uh, we're today we're going to talk about wallet security and cryptography, and that seems to be the topic today. And who knows where else we'll go? If you uh, if you like the content, please let us know by leaving a comment below, and please like and subscribe. It helps support the channel. It doesn't cost you anything. So, what's up, Charles? How are you doing today? What's up, man? Just chilling, looking over the crypto. What's the latest and greatest? Watching a, a little lecture with MIT, which is pretty interesting. It's pretty technical and starts from the ground up, builds it. So just learning some new things. And uh, what about you? Oh uh, yeah, I I watched the uh, I watched that I watched that one on cryptography, and um, I highly recommend anybody who wants to know more and they want to get into the weeds, check it out. But if you don't want to get into the weeds, you can just kind of listen to us. And um, so I was going to I was going to say, like uh, we were talking earlier, so I figured we should uh, update the update the audience. Um, so I had a I had like I had changed my Google password because I was on I'm on BlockFi and BlockFi got uh, they had they use HubSpot, HubSpot for their CRM tool. And so they got hacked. See, and so and that that's like all your passwords and your emails and all kinds of information, supposedly not your social security number and your driver's license, hopefully not. But um, they said that you should basically change all your passwords. So I changed my passwords to my bank accounts and my emails and I got kicked off of my Chrome. And so like my, my wallets, my cold wallet. Um, I have a Ronin wallet and for uh, Axie Infinity, and it, it's on. It's a so if anybody doesn't know, Axie Infinity is a uh, it's a it's a play to earn game. It's built on the Ronin sidechain, and that's built off of Ethereum. So in order to in order to operate on the Ronin sidechain, Ronin blockchain, you have to take your Ethereum over the Ronin bridge, and they grab your Ethereum and they give you wrapped Ethereum on the other side. And then you can buy axes, which are little little figures. We did an episode on that, so y'all should go back and check that out. But um, but anyway, I had to reinstate my my um, my wallet, and I was like, oh my gosh, where are my keys? So I found my where my keys were, but then I got a bunch of keys because I got a bunch of different wallets, and I'm kind of freaking out a little bit. And uh, and luckily, I found it, but um. That kind of reminds me of uh, an episode we did about this, where you said that you had an issue with wallets. You wanna you wanna tell us uh, tell us about your story? Yeah, so I was actually upgrading my phone, and I was going from a Android to an iPhone. And I usually like to do the manual up upgrades. I don't like to do the um like uh, apple has this feature that you can basically sit the phones side by side and do the uh, transfer all the data and stuff so it was uh it was a samsung um i have it background so i know how to do kind of the very a little bit more technical te technical stuff i don't know if there's a, again i don't know if there's a way to do the apple to android but anyways so i was upgrading moving on to apple and I transferred everything and I even waited a couple days and then I was like, all right, I got everything. And then I went to go to my wallet. Uh, I had a Coinbase wallet. So uh, there you could install these little app Coinbase wallets, which I, aren't really called a wallet, but it's more of a, uh, a, an app itself. So I guess a warm wallet. Uh, wallet. And 
yeah so um i thought i thought hot wallets so my understanding and correct me if i'm wrong hot wallets are basically with institutions right uh, and then you have the warm wallet it's centralized. Okay, so there's centralized wallet, hot wallets, and cold wallets. Maybe okay. we should uh, maybe maybe we should explain that. You want to explain that to our viewers, just for anybody who doesn't know. They're like, "What the hell are y'all talking about?" Um, you said centralized. Since centralized wallet is basically you have Coinbase, you have Kraken, you have uh, I guess you could say Blockify, all these places where you can store your crypto online through an app that's servicing you and you can trade and and make investments and whatnot um and then you have the hot wallet which is like i was explaining and i don't know if that's what you had but it's basically a separate app that um and you can store it on your desktop at home or whatnot but it's a separate application not with the central like not logging in like you would log in to the central like Coinbase, and then you'd have to go and access like transfer to you to and from your actual wallet because you wouldn't have any money inside the the Coinbase app. And then you have the cold wallet. The cold wallet is a physical hardware that's offline. Like best best uh, best example is a a USB drive. So essentially, I had a, a hot wallet. And then I transferred my data. I waited. I even downloaded the the Coinbase app. I mean, Coinbase wallet. So I downloaded the hot wallet on my iPhone. Then I went to go and access it after the fact that I formatted my my uh, my Android. And then that's when I realized, oh, I don't have that key. And I don't know where I stored it. I think I even saved it like and sticky notes on on, uh, on uh, windows and i i always like wiping my machines and everything and and all so like it's it's great to have a centralized place to store your data that's the really most important thing i now have a nas net network area storage space of hardware you plug in and you have storage all over the network so there's different ways they have the cold wallets if you're specifically just worried about cold wallet that you can just go buy there's different places and they're they're basically encrypted hard drives and that's that's uh that's pretty much it. So w what issue did you run into? Because I wasn't able to recover it. I couldn't find it. I, it was gone. So, yeah. So I heard that uh, also, like, you know, you're bringing up something that I read about. Uh, and if you have, I think it was with MetaMask. MetaMask is, for those of you who never heard of MetaMask, MetaMask is the most popular wallet out there right now and it is the most downloaded and most used wallet that there is and it primarily was built uh, for ethereum but they have a lot more blockchains that they can operate with and store more than just ethereum based tokens on it now and they're not they're still going through upgrades but uh, anyway i was reading like learning about wallets and i found um on reddit Someone said that they, uh, multiple people said that they reset their phone or they did a factory reset or an upgrade. So it sounds like basically what you have dealt with. And it said, um, I think it was MetaMask. It was either MetaMask or Coinbase wallet, but one of the wallets, if not all of them, because like what you just said, you had this issue when you were uh, updating your phone. But if you update your phone and you use biometrics, uh, then then you can't reopen the phone, I guess. But that doesn't make any sense because if you have 
if you have your keys, then you should be able to do it. Anyway, um, I don't know what that was all about. And you have I, an Android? I was, uh, yeah, I was told to you, I, it was, um, it was, I was told to you on Reddit, it said, oh, it was a Coinbase app. It said, don't use biometrics, use, use your, use a pin because when you upgrade, oh, that's what it was. If you upgrade your phone, you don't need to re-put in your, your, your security key. Okay. So one thing. Use your biometrics. Yeah. So like everybody, if you're still kind of like trying to figure out what these keys are. So there's a lot of like people on, on the internet will be like, not your keys, not your, not your coins. So when you have your money in Coinbase, the exchange or BlockFi or Voyager or Crypto.com or FTX or Binance, whatever, like Charles was saying, then those aren't your coins. You have you don't own those coins. If they get hacked and they lose your coins, you know, you they don't have to reimburse you. And so so what they're saying is like if you want to hold your coins and self-custody them, then you can go and take them off of the exchange and put them in a wallet. But then those wallets have to be secured with a 12 word phrase. And it's not a phrase that you'll remember or you might remember, but it's not like I went out and to saw Charles at the bar and we drank. That's not that's not that kind of phrase. It's like lend but bull rocket you know it's like anyway so it's 12 words it's a long phrase and that's your your key so if you upgrade your phone you don't need to re-put your key in but if you use biometrics it said i mean they might have upgraded updated the app by now but if you use biometrics it won't let you get back into your wallet um but then you should be able to restore your wallet anyway I don't know. Um, that doesn't make any sense. So did you lose your keys? Did you not? Yeah. My, yeah. Okay. It was, so uh, it was the, yeah, it was the whole dexahesimal, uh, key, actual key that I, I didn't, I didn't have any kind of phrase either. So I just had the key and I, like I said, I had it on sticky note and windows and it was gone. After. Well, um, okay. So, I mean, that's something else too. So, uh, anyway, my, my, um, I didn't, I was, my issue today was I put the, so like I put in the 12 word key phrase into my Ronin wallet, but it wasn't for my Ronin wallet. It was, must've been for another wallet, but it opened up and created a new wallet, which is like, I don't, I don't get it. Um, but I didn't have any money in there and I couldn't connect it to the, uh, to the Ronin, uh, staking protocols. So that's how I knew it wasn't the right wall. I didn't recover the correct wallet. So, um, so anyway, if, if anybody's like wondering, like, I don't want to worry about losing my keys. Well, if you put your money in a bank and, uh, and you want, and you want to like, and you lose your password, you can reset your password with a bank, but the bank has possession of your money. And, uh, if the bank goes out of business, then the FDIC insures that money. But it is possible to have your money in, a, in an institution that is not FDIC insured and crypto institutions are not FDIC insured. So if they go under or they get hacked, you don't get your money back and it's not your money. It's they're custodying it for you. So if they lose it or they go under, then it's possible that you lose all your money. So, so it's kind of similar. It's just the big thing is an in insurance, but what's the trade-off you want to hold on to your own keys and custody them. That's like taking all your money out of the bank and putting it in a, in a match in your mattress and then your house burning down, you know, like, or your house gets robbed, you know? So it's like, it's still possible. Or you're walking down the street with a wad full of cash 
and you fall and it all comes out and it's like going all over the place and people are like grabbing the money. Like, so to me, it's the same thing. Like if you custody your own money, you take risks of self-custodying. But if you let someone else custody your money, then you have other risks. And, um, and so that's one thing to think of. It's either at an exchange or it's outside of an exchange in the two ways, like Charles was saying that it could be outside of an exchange. There's a hot wallet and a cold wallet. A hot wallet is like a USB drive, like he said, and a cold wallet is an app on your phone or a Google extension. And um, so anyway, that's uh, I, I was able to restore my wallet. So thank goodness. And uh, it sucks. Did you have any money in your wallet when you lost it? Yeah. And I had some Cosmo and, so I had some uh, some good ones like Adam, I think, or something like that. But it wasn't that much. It was like 30 bucks, I think, at the time. But who knows? 20 years. <laughs> yeah, right. So it's it's unfortunate that, you know, you could lose a wallet. But it's the same idea as like having a wallet, a physical wallet with money, cash in, and you drop it. Like, you're not going to find the wallet, but <laughs> your money's gone. You know, someone's going to yeah. take up your wallet and take the take the money. Yeah. But in this case, it's almost like dropping a wallet that's completely locked up and encrypted. And, you know, right. it's a flat like a flash drive, dropping a flash drive somewhere and it's encrypted and you have nowhere it is. And so no one can use it. You can't use it. It's wasted coin. So, yeah. Yeah. So uh, I guess you know, what is the lesson? Like, would you, you, would you still like, you know, for the viewers who are like wondering like, okay, they got all this information. So if they, if someone's looking for just a, a solution or an answer, and of course this is not advice, but you know, what is where you stand on like how you keep your coins? Do you, do you, you, you going to keep your coins on an exchange in a centralized wallet, or are you going to pull them off and custody themselves yourself? It depends on the coin. And to take a step back, I, I've, you know, they, they, you know how they're like, oh, well, we see in that there's like uh, perfect examples, Shiba Inu. So Shiba Inu dropped a bunch of coin into a, uh, a wallet that wasn't active. So apparently there's a way that you can see the wallet. So I'd love to like, even if I can't access it, maybe I can see how much it's worth. <laughs> but uh, to answer your question, it's hard to say. Um, like I said, it, it's kind of, there's variables in that question. Overall, I, I feel like I truly believe that if it's really going to be 21 mil Bitcoin staking and that's going to be it and that's official, then you can look at coin uh, Bitcoin as the gold, digital gold. So I would say get my gold and take it off. Um, cause there's not, I don't know. I don't know much about mining my own or staking it. Like you, you say, like, I understand the concept, but I'm not, I'm not really that type of, uh, I'm not really there, I guess yet. So maybe if I were, you know, down the road, I really got into it a lot more deep and maybe I start my stake in like Bitcoin, but Bitcoin specifically is almost like I have, a um, you know, my own, like my own, uh, gold. And I want to store it away. Now I could store it on like AWS, which has something called S3, which is like 99.11 like nines uh, uh, redundant. So it's like super redundant. It's like made copies and copies and copies and copies. 
So something like that, uh, I would want to have an option to have my cold wallet copied over multiple areas. But if I just have a physical hardware, uh, I can be safe, but then, you know, if I get robbed, like you said, if, if a fire, like you, I'm sure they'll be building cases that are fireproof, bomb proof, all that stuff. But then you have someone, the risk of someone stealing it or just losing it. So it, it's really hard to say. I feel like it depends on the circumstances after regulation, after things go and play out. As of right now, I don't see any purpose to have a gold coal wallet. Like I'm not, you know, this isn't like like back in the day, I guess it would make more sense because of how everyone had to create their own wallet. You hear all these stories about these people had like 50 Bitcoin, 100 Bitcoin, 20 Bitcoin uh, on a hard drive. Um, it's the same. It's the same idea. Like it's like money in a mattress that you threw away and said, oh, help me find the mattress. Yeah, so. I, I would agree with everything you said. So what about you? Yeah. Has uh, like a professional account, a Coinbase Pro, and if you if you pay a subscription, uh, they have more options. There's a way to like vault your coins and um, different exchanges have different things where they'll take it off, off like uh, they'll put it, they'll pull it up. They'll, they'll self cut, they'll custody it in a different way. They'll pull it out of like a specific pool of all the other coins that are in there, then their, their specific pool. And uh, it'll take like a like it could take like a day or two, for you to have the access to them. Um, so there are other options through a centralized service that can store your coins. Um, so I did watch, did you, you remember? Okay. So every, anybody who didn't watch that Bitcoin uh, and crypto, uh, what is it called? Uh, the documentary, you remember what it was called? Uh, the one I watched. Cryptopia. Oh. Oh, yeah. So yeah, you watched Cryptopia, it. Yeah. Didn't they talk about how there are people who build, take these nuclear bunkers and like it's meant to like sustain them in a nuclear bombing. And it's like deep underground. and got like ex Navy seals uh, guarding it and everything's air gapped. And like and you can store your stuff in there. And there's other stuff stored in there, other data stored in there. But like data, they were saying is like the new gold. And uh, it's the new currency data. And what is crypto? Crypto is just data. And so they're saying that you can store it there. But I think that's if you got a lot. And I think that goes to what you're saying. You know, if uh, if the world does adopt it, continue to adopt it and regulation doesn't crush it uh, eventually. And even maybe even if regulation does, because regulation can change, you never know. But yeah, I think to your point, assuming things keep moving in the direction they seem like they're moving, you know, your little bit of Bitcoin could be worth a lot of money one day. And um, and then you might want to consider not having it on a centralized exchange. And but then I don't like the idea of self-custody. I like I don't mind cold wallets, heart, hot or sorry. I don't mind hot wallets like the app on your phone. I do mind the physical wallet where it's not on there because, dude, like I lose stuff. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, and to your point about the cryptopia, that was uh, it's there. Those are cold wallets, so they're hardware offline that you give a third party your coin, right? And essentially, you're transferring or giving your wallet, and they're just storing it. It's essentially like a a bank account, or like uh, the best analogy was um, what are those called? Lock boxes. Is that what they're called? Safety, Safety deposit. deposit. 
safety yeah. deposit boxes. Yeah. yeah, I think that's the best. It's the yeah. best way. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Um, so it's all centralized. So. Um, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's 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 funny because de DeFi and decentralized is a big thing, but then like the long term big time solutions seem to be a little bit centralized, or the majority of the people are going to be centralized. So you can see all the transactions. It actually could cause more transparency ever before. So yeah, it's, it's it's an interesting concept. Yeah. So you know you can own your own stuff and self custody your own stuff, but everyone can see what you're doing with it. <laughs> well, apparently China, that's what's going on in China. Like, uh, you know, they have full access to your transactions, so they can see everything. Yeah. So and then that's like with Venmo and and PayPal, like that's just another way of like you know a lot of dealers and shady stuff goes down. It's like that's a that's a way of tracking. You know, like, yeah, I mean, it's all traceable. It'd be interesting. Like, yeah, it'd be interesting as, as, you know, like, how do you make it? Because, uh, so there's always the third party, right? There's, uh, there's always the bad guy and the good guy, usually, right? So the black hat and the white hat. And the, like, usually the bad people are always one step ahead. And so it's like, okay, so what is going to be, right now it's cash, right? Cash is pretty solid. But like, what's going to be the digital dark? currency <laughs> i guess you know is, is it gonna just be a different way of doing it i don't know it's just be interesting or like you end up setting up a service with someone that's specifically for those type of illicit chance that i don't know because then that's that's traceable so i don't know it's, it's be interesting how innovative um the bad guys will be become yeah yeah i mean bad guys find a way to break the rules and then the good guys figure out how to police them and then the bad guys figure out how to get around that and then you mm. figure out how to police them and then you figure out i mean and you know what they say locks aren't to keep the criminals out they're to keep honest people honest mm. so yeah. like the whole concept of banning crypto in my mind is literally and you can take this to the bank stupid i'm sorry but i think it's stupid i think that you just give the government the resources they need to police it and don't burden the rest of us. Don't hurt the rest of us. And uh, you're going to make on it. Keep honest people honest and uh, fight, fight the bad guys. But don't take away my crypto. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know. Me personally, when it comes to regulation, I don't think they're going to crush. And I think it, although you're hearing a lot of bad talk, I, I'm also hearing the language start to shift to in certain aspects. Uh, one, more coverage to uh, you don't always have the negatives. You always have the Elizabeth Warrens. You always have the people that, in my opinion, are are a little outdated or rad a little too radical. So yeah. I feel like the times are changing and it's a revolutionary time right now. So this is something that I truly believe is going to like pass regulation. I, I, kinda, I have a feeling that the United States could potentially be the crypto hub of the world, which would, as we have talked and as you had mentioned, would really help us maintain that quote unquote world power. Um, so. Honestly, I think, um, you know, I think that, you know, it's a great place to wrap it up. I think that we should talk about maybe consider talking about that a little bit more um, next in the next episode. And if you want to hear any more of us talk about anything else we talked about in this episode, please leave a comment below. Let us know. We want to hear from you. We'll talk about whatever you want us to talk about. And uh, please just for, give us your feedback. Do you think that we we need to like you have some uh, things for us to read. Do you want to get on the show and like 
you know, debate us or or give us feedback or join us in a little in a banter. But just to recap real quick, we talked about the main focus of today was wallets. There's a hot wallet. There's a cold wallet. Both of these wallets, you self-custody, you own your own coins. No one else holds them. So if you lose the keys to your wallets, then you lose your coins. And then there's centralized wallets, which is basically leaving your money on the exchange, the place where you bought them, which is the same as leaving your money in a bank and you can reset your password. You don't have to worry about it. The risks are with the company that are holding them. That would say that that's pretty much the summary of today. And uh, we both don't really, we both are a little skeptical about the need for hot and cold wallets unless you start building up a certain amount of wealth and then you're like, okay, I don't really want to lose that. However, if I have a couple hundred bucks in coins, I'm probably not going to go through the trouble of moving it. Because every time you move it from a, from, a, from a wallet to an exchange to sell it or buy or trade, you got to pay fees to move it. So for me, it's only makes sense once I get my, my holdings get to a certain size. And then even then, I think I'd stick with a cold wallet personally. Um, Charles, do you have anything to add to that or last minute, last, last, last. So you, you said you stick to a cold wallet. I'm uh, sorry. Hot wallet, you, an app, the app based okay. wallets. Yeah. Personally. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, I think that pretty much wraps it up without repeating ourselves it's the whole idea is there's three different types of wallets know your wallets know how they work and do your research and let us know what you think this is for educational purposes only we're not investors or give a financial advice that's right um and yeah leave a comment below let us know what you think and please if you're listening on podcast please give us five stars and follow us if you're watching on youtube please smash the like uh the like button or sorry smash the subscribe button ring the bell it helps support the channel it doesn't cost you anything and until next week hodl on